0: Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast that covers unique and interesting stories. Although each story is different, they all have one thing in common. They are all as entertaining as the host himself. His straightforward approach to the craft of storytelling is a refreshing change and an inspiration to all. With that, here's your host, George Walters. Hi, folks. How y'all doing in this mixed up world of today? Good I hope. The story that I have lined up for you today takes place in a home that I grew up in. It's a story different than most as it entertains the mind in ways that most have never thought of. I like doing that from time to time as I like to mix things up a bit. I must be doing something right though as a lot of readers and, and listeners have told me that they enjoy the details I share about the people and the things I write about. It's nice to hear. Like this story today, it's different. Different in ways like my wife's paintings. As some of you know, my lovely wife is an artist. I should say an artist of many talents. But her greatest talent or achievement in life, other than being one great wife and mother, is how she can sit down using oil, pastels, watercolors, or whatever, and within a day or so, bring to life a picture or pictures that can take you back in time, or on a journey to a place in time, that no one has ventured before. But as many pictures as she has painted over the years, for others, which is in the thousands, there are three that she did for me, just a short time ago, on a hundred year old slate, that, well, just by looking at them, takes me, and I am sure her too, back to a time when the thought of getting old was non-existent. Back to our youth that once was. Which brings me up to the story I have for you today. I hope you enjoy Sounds of Yesteryear. Whispers of the past is what some call them. Sounds of an earlier time. Reminders of what life is or once was. You know, it seems that no matter where I go or have gone throughout my life, sounds have had a way of captivating me. The sounds of a time when there was no running water, no electricity or tractors of today. Nothing other than what made us what we were back then. Take the wind. If I listened really close, it seemed that it would be speaking to me, working hard to hold my attention to what it was trying to say. The way it makes the wheat wave at me, using its invisible force, never ceases to amaze me. Things that can't be seen, but is there, letting us know that if heated, it could give us great pleasure, or if not heated, great harm. I found that sometimes sound is filled with great mysteries echoing off the land, trying to get our attention, letting us know that right there in life, we are right where we are supposed to be. The sounds of the cows bawling back in the fields, wanting to know if it was time to come home, or letting us know their whereabouts. The sounds of the neighbor's dog barking or a rooster crowing from a distance or a mile away. In the spring, many a day, the sound above, the, above would come from the geese and ducks as they arrived back from their stay in the warmer climates, making their presence known to us that warmer weather was soon to follow. Not long after they arrived, the sounds of the red-winged blackbird, crows, barn swallows, and meadow larks would let themselves be known, telling us that summer would be here very soon. Watching the kilders trying to draw us away from their young with a broken leg or wing truck was sure a sight to see. The cooing of the pigeons from the hayloft on any given day would always bring a smile to my face. What a great time to be alive, with all the things being new or awakening after a long winter's sleep. Out of all the birds, though, the morning dove was the one that could mesmerize me into a state that sometimes took me to places I didn't want to return from, and still does today, as my wife's paintings do. At home, the sounds of Laura's voice calling me to fetch in an arm or two of kindling for the cook stove, or Reg in the early morning hours calling from the bottom of the stairs to gather the bed as the day is wearing on always got my attention in the evenings from my bed the sound of rain hitting our roof above was like a soothing song lulling me to sleep walking to the barn the sounds of the mushy melting snow to be followed by the drips from the barn bruce edge was music letting me know that spring was just around the corner i still can hear the sounds of lore and reg around our kitchen table talking about the weather and what their plans were going to be for the day that lied ahead. On hearing them, it got me to wondering if there was a chance that they might let me go fishing for the day. There was lots of other sounds that stayed stayed with me through time, like the sounds of the kids at school at recess playing in the fields that surrounded our one-room schoolhouse, the songs they sang at the Christmas play that was put on every year by all the children, The sounds of the horses pulling into their leather harnesses as they streaked across the glistening snowy field, with us young ones holding on to dear life on the sides of the sleigh. Sounds of the dried corn husks blowing in the breeze on a brisk wintry fall day. The the cows in the barn chewing their cuds after eating a half a bale of fresh-cut hay, or the horses snorting wanting attention as I entered the barn not to forget the kittens around my legs wanting some warm milk from the morning's milking. Yes, there are many sounds that have stayed with me, sounds of all kinds, sounds of the land and of a time that doesn't want to be forgotten, sounds that beg to be remembered, a time that memories were to be made, asking, pleading to be put into words so all can realize that life doesn't start with what is seen, Life starts and continues on with what once was and is then heard. Yes, there are all kinds of sounds that I have heard over the years, which brings to mind another story I wrote a while back. And being that I have a bit of time left here today, I'll share it with you. It's called Noises, along the same line of sound, but different in many ways. The old floor creaked as I headed on over to the cook stove, to put another piece of wood in a pine in it. It was my job to keep the cook stove stoked up, as Laura, the lady of the house was always cooking something, not to forget that it also kept the kitchen warm on them cold winter days. Throughout the summer, though, it was uh, pretty warm in the house until the summer kitchen was built. Yep, you heard that right, a summer kitchen. It was a separate room built onto the back of our home where we would eat and do all the cooking throughout the summer months when it got hot. It had lots of windows that opened up and a huge back door to go in and out of which overlooked the barn. It was set up that way so Laura could keep an eye on the critters and the goings on around the barnyard while doing her cooking and things. Also with all the large windows which opened, it let out the heat and allowed the cool southerly breezes to flow through. I can still hear the noise the curtains made with the breeze flipping them from side to side. It sure was nice sitting in there, eating our meals and watching Laura cooking. I would have to say it was one of my favorite places in the house. I had to laugh at Reg after he got the new part built on the house one day when he said, You know, George, since I built this new summer kitchen I have moved the furniture so many times that the legs are getting shorter from me dragging them from place to place. "'Trying to please Laura. "'If this keeps up, I think I'll have to build all new chairs and things "'for moving them so many times. "'I'll be glad when she finds a spot she wants them to stay in.' <laughs> "'Laura, listening while she was cooking, said, "'Don't you two fellows have some work to do or something? "'If you don't quit your grip griping, "'there will be no apple pie for either one of you tonight,' "'Reds touched my shoulder, whispering, "Say, "'We can't have that now, can we?' Can, can we? and out we went. You know, it's funny over the years we we forget our love for certain things. Like the old creaky floor in the kitchen, along with the old well pump on the kitchen counter. The squeak it made every morning while I laid in bed was sure a, sure a, sure a sign that breakfast was being made, and the reservoir on the stove was being filled so that we would have hot water to wash with throughout the day. Then at night, the clunk and grinding was another sound of a putting some logs in the old Gilson wood burners down in the basement. Funny, the sound alone made me feel warm and safe all over. On them cold nights when the temperature got down to around 30 below Fahrenheit, you would occasionally hear a loud bang which would scare you half to death until it came to your sleep-filled mind that it was just the wood crackling from the cold on the outside of the house. The door in the kitchen as it opened throughout the day or night letting us know that someone was coming or going. Or the bark from the coley in the night that warned us of intruders, human or critter that might be nearing our home or barn. The creaking of the gate being opened on a cold day was a sure sign that it was milking time. And last, one of my most treasured, the sound of Laura calling the cows in from the fields after a hard day. I can almost hear her now, calling. Here, Kobas, Kobas, co 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 Puts tears in my eyes just thinking about it. Today, the sounds of years ago have been replaced by alarming. Alarms ringing, freezers humming, radios blaring, computer fans, I just noticed mine, horns honking along with the sounds of life attacking us and invading our privacy from every angle. Their effect can be seen on the faces of the stressed, weary, and overwhelmed. In closing, yes, most of the sounds of yesteryear are gone, but every once in a while, when the nights are quiet, a sound will come, a sound of what once was, a sound that whispers, what would life be without me? That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in eBooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories@keepingnotes.com. At I'll say that one more time, stories@keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey, Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.